0: So we uh, join ourselves today for a little special edition on the porch. Luke, longtime neighbor, friend, Bucko lover as well, will join me. Uh, he's been having a little internal struggle so far in the uh, the COVID baseball season. Been debating on whether to pick up back up the cable for the uh, for the Pirates or wait till college football. he will talk about it later on. So we're gonna kind of help him uh, get get out of the negativity that is Pirates Twitter and. Join us uh, here as we try and take a maybe a more impartial look, uh, less negative on the uh, three and ten Pittsburgh Pirates as they continue to try and navigate these COVID baseball waters here in the early going of the 2020 sprint baseball season. I don't know if you could say early going anymore. We're 13 games out of 60 in, but uh, Luke's going to join us. We're going to talk all things Buckos. Here in just a few minutes, and we'll get the uh, we'll have you kind of played into there with a little ominous music because uh, the start from the Pirates has been a nothing short of ominous. So enjoy. It's actually from uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, So if you're a big GOT fan, um, you can come on in there as the Pirates hope to reclaim the central, not the north. This isn't football like other Pittsburgh team is, but uh, we hope you enjoy. And uh, and on the other side of this, we'll have Luke, and we'll talk some buckos.
1: So, uh, Pirates baseball there, Luke. Finally um, finally getting a dub today. Raising yeah. it, man.
2: Well, you know, I saw, and, you know, I have a couple issues with what's going on right now because, you know, I've been kind of tuning out. I haven't been really paying oh, attention already. other already. Than, other than you know pirates twitter which is just a toxic max toxic mess right now and I wanted cesspool, to get i cesspool. wanted to get a perspective of somebody that was watching the games and um you know right now you know because of covid i haven't re-upped my uh my cable at all so i've been you know missing out on the games and uh, obviously with this one i'm just getting off work now so i just wanted to just kind of get like a, a perspective
1: of what's going the reader's on. Reader's Digest, man. Of, of yeah, kind see of how where we
2: See how the new skipper is doing, and uh, seeing what Shelton has uh, been, been uh, you know with his first couple games. But well, I don't know. I just he likes, I wanted to. Likes
1: to pull pitchers early, Luke. He likes to pull pitchers a little bit early.
2: And that's But he's protecting a lot of
1: arms. And though. that's
2: different than what we're used
1: to. I mean, that's uh, – Oh, you know. yeah, with Clint, it's a big difference from what you're used to. Clint would leave him out there yeah. a little too long sometimes. Um, yeah. No, but with, with with Shelton so far, I mean, he's really protecting a lot of different arms. There's a lot of different injuries already on that front. The rotation's got a lot of different questions already really to it. I mean, good news, though, today, actually, uh, Talion uh, was throwing curveballs um, yeah. off – off the mound in his rehab so that he seems to be full speed ahead for 2021 which i think is what a lot of this season really is about now it's about 2021 um not not even i mean granted 60 games you know you might have felt you had a chance but pirates are trying to look and see what they have for the future already this year but they've they've added some nice little pieces to to the bullpen um today's winner actually uh a left-hander the redhead uh sam howard um Twenty-seven-year-old, 6'4". We left We have a ginger. Leader.
2: We have a ginger on the
1: oh, team. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Pitcher, yeah. Yeah. So he he actually Shout is, out to uh, all my gingers. <laughs> that's
2: Right.
1: Yeah, has, yeah. Luke. Luke's got a little tint of red in his uh, in his beard as well, like the red oh, beard. I want to call in. a
2: daywalker. A daywalker, you know. I don't yeah. have the. I'm a
1: little, a little mixed breed. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, he's thrown pretty well, though uh, Howard has uh, so far in the season. After coming up, kind of from the bus tour, kind of the traveling squad team, when some of the other relievers got injuries, but he's lefty. He's been in four innings uh, so far, only given up two hits. Got the win today. Uh, five strikeouts. H- has a pretty good little, pretty good little breaking ball, and, and, and kind of brings it up ninety four, ninety five, which I think that's the big thing they got to figure out, Luke, is the bullpen, because uh, the rotation right well, now.
2: Who, who are who would you think are the guys that we're going to be leaning on in the? And as of now, who are, who are those well, who are those guys that were
1: you know that
2: we're going to be throughout the year or throughout the season?
1: Yeah, would have said Birdie uh, until the injury there um, the other day. Uh, it was a real tough, a real tough blow for him coming back like he did, and then to have the uh, the setback. Uh, he's on the forty five day DL now, so really, I look at I look at a guy like Richard Rodriguez as probably being. Rich sort rod. of a mainstay, kind of Rich Rod is a mainstay down in that bullpen right now. Uh, I think he's probably going to be the guy getting the majority of the of the uh, save opportunities now. Moving forward, um, I, I would imagine you're going to see a lot more piggybacking there with Brew Baker. Uh, Ponce looked pretty good today. He threw the ball pretty well. Had a couple K's. He uh, he was doing he was doing pretty well. Uh, gave up a couple home runs unfortunately though. So that's you know, that's kinda that's kinda where you're at with, with some of those some of those guys down on the pin. I mean it's kind of a it's kind of a mash unit right now. I mean they're trying they're trying their best to mix and match and and get guys to the to the best of their abilities to be able to to pitch. I mean Brock you're gonna see Brock continually. Hartley threw the ball pretty well last night. Uh, Derek Derek Holland, we thought he was gonna be a bullpen guy but he's been nothing but a bullpen guy. As a starter, uh, the is pretty bad. Like, lefty walked eight, struck out, and has no strikeouts to this point. Gave up the wild pitch oh, the other wow. night. Yeah, uh, Dovidas never ask us. Uh, Dovidas has thrown the ball pretty well and been in some clutch situations for the Buckos. And then you have Stratton and Turley. Turley, a lefty, has done all right, and Stratton's been in a lot of left and a lot of uh, trying to get four to five outs. A lot of times in the sixth, seventh innings, and it's done pretty well so far. So good to see him get back a dub today, uh, raising it. But there's still a lot of questions. Cool's going to finally get a start tomorrow, by the way. Brew Baker threw the ball pretty well today, though.
2: So what is our record right now?
1: Three and ten. Three and ten. Yep. Man, it's just.
2: With this the season of how the COVID regulations have been going, every time I see that notification on my phone that we lost, it just hurts so much more because knowing what the weight of these games are. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it just, I don't know, like, with... With having a new skipper aboard, like, I understand that there's going to be some growing pains. He's got to, you know, he's got to feel his way out with the new players. I I feel like it was just, you know, it it was just a tarnished start from the beginning because, you know, I feel like, you know, having a relationship with a new coach that's brought in and then all this craziness starts to happen. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like. You know, it's going to take just so much longer to
1: get that going. But the, the you know the, the, reality, I, I the thing hate to about say, it is though, too, hate... Luke. Here's the thing that you got to you got to realize. Shelton's more of a player's guy. He's kind of getting them there a little bit. They their their offensive core is doing pretty well, uh, and there's been a couple guys added to it. But the only, the other thing too to think about and to realize though, is this is this is a baby steps, building blocks, like you said. It's going to take time, kind of feel like you're building that relationship with them. But once you get in on once you get in in on this team, I think you'll you kind of enjoy it. Just the fact there's baseball back on your television. Brew Baker's pretty oh, yeah. good man. I mean, he's won eight innings so far this year, has nine strikeouts, gave up the three run homeowner to Miguel Sano today. Um if he can get out of that inning, he, he could have continued to go farther. I think he's gonna be a real guy to kind of continue to watch yeah. moving forward as we go. But also you're playing a lot of division games. So you know, if you can catch fire and actually yeah. get hot and win some games. Uh, yeah. I mean, you get, you get swept in Chicago, but you played well yeah. in it. You know, you lose an extra inning game on Sunday. You had an opportunity to, you know, you, you kept fighting. That's one thing about the pirates so far. They're deleting all of baseball and runs in the ninth inning. Uh, and today it finally actually parlayed into a win for him with the, uh, with the big, yeah. with you know, with getting it done there. They're, in the ninth. I mean, but they were able to tackle one in the eighth inning, Uh, and then they were able to kind of get one, you know, get those couple in the ninth, the two-run walk-off single by Kevin
0: Uh,
1: by by Kevin Newman. I
0: I, I just might have spoiled it
1: for uh, for OG Marty. and uh, Some will get to know him throughout this, (laughs) throughout the the journeys we take out here on the porch, man. So, you know. (laughs) Well,
2: speaking of the division, you know, um, I think the biggest blows with uh, with the series with Milwaukee and the series with St. Louis, but, you know, these teams now are starting to get hit pretty hard with COVID. Um, how does that play into like, I, you know, I, I just, it's kind of like the impending doom of when we're going to have our first, our
1: first well, yeah, I mean, they, they've they had COVID cases. The Pirates have. I How mean, Polanco had it in the in the camp, and Kella, thats part of the reason.
0: Yeah, well, kella is
1: part of the yeah. reason why he hasn't come back. I mean, look. In honesty, when I look at it, I think the Marlins had they not been clubbing, going to get wings in Magic City, you know, going the Lou Lou right. Williams route, if they don't have the big burst that they have, I think the Cardinals would have played this week with their with their. That would have been like the real first yeah. big test of it because they had, what, about five to six players, which is a lot, and probably would have been enough to shut it down. But they may not have shut it down for the entire series. They may have only shut it down for maybe a game or two and then played doubleheaders on the other games of the series. It's going to be interesting, too, how how those affect the division as well, moving forward, because you're only going to play seven-inning doubleheaders, those teams are. So they might lose a couple games that you, you know, they may not have lost had they played nine. I mean, that's four in, four less Four less innings against major league pitching and hitting—that anything could happen. Pirates don't win today's game if we don't play nine innings. Pirates would have won a couple other games earlier against Milwaukee had yeah. they only played seven innings. So, it's gonna—it's gonna affect some things a little yeah. bit. Uh, the offense is starting to come around though, Luke, and yeah. I think that's the key if the Pirates are gonna make any noise and, and get and just get wins in general. I, I don't think we're necessarily looking at this team competing, uh, well, but.
2: And that's- and that's how we've been historically in the past. You know, there's there's been seasons where it takes us get a while going. to get really into the season. And when the bats start flying, it, it sometimes, you know, it takes a while. But when they start flying, you know, it really is just a burst of uh, right what we need. Cool. And, you know, we're – A couple
1: guys and, uh, that are starting to kind of – you can start – starting to see hit the ball a little bit. Or Brian Reynolds uh, today had a big double there in the ninth, which – allowed the runners to be on second and third for Newman to get that base hit up the middle uh, to win it. And then he had that big, you know, the bomb almost hit it. would have been a home run, I think, in 28 of 30 ballparks. He hit it like 430, but twin center field kind of juts up there in that one spot where he hit it the other night, too. He's starting to see the ball. Bell's starting to kind of get on it a little bit. Eric Gonzalez is swinging a good stick and playing playing pretty well. So, Polanco hit the ball in the river today. Like you said, the offense is starting to kind of click a little bit. Nice. Um, well, well, two, we had two, a river two hopper, two pretty, hopper, that's two hoppers. Had there been fans there, maybe someone would have caught it. But it, okay. it bent, right. hopped, hopped over, <laughs> and then it got into the, uh, got into the Allegheny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, three and ten, though, Luke. It's yeah. Go What's ahead, been, buddy. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it hasn't not, been a great start. It's, it's you know, but you're also losing to some quality teams. I mean, the Twins are started off hot. They're, they're a good team. You had a chance to beat. You could have literally. We're oh, the central stuff, but also. The, the reality, I mean, the Twins, had you won the game the other night that you had that you had up 4 nothing with Holland, who's thrown be- well in both of his games, you know, you would have split with the Twins. You would have lost in, in series that you, you know, you lost one or you lost two of three to the Cardinals and the Brewers, but you had opportunities in those series. Those might turn around, you know, here in the month of August and in September. The Cubs series was obviously a, a bad one. But, hey, you just got to keep moving forward. And they're going to play teams in the division that have the Tigers starting uh, Friday through Sunday. The Tigers have been playing pretty good, but the Tigers haven't played in a little while either uh, due to to not being able to have their series uh, due to some COVID things. They haven't had any COVID cases, but they weren't able to play. So maybe the Pirates will catch them kind of a little rusty here and might be able to kind of springboard themselves to get back into more of a competitive mindset uh, amongst the rest of the nation. Because – Right now, you know, they've, they've kind of been – I'm sure you saw the article about they have the worst – they're going to have the worst losing percentage in baseball history. Bit of a joke there, I think. Uh, I think they'll – I think they'll, I Think the Buckos will battle their way to a few more wins than that this year.
2: Well, I sure hope so. And, uh, you know, that's basically, like, been contemplating in my mind of, you know, right now our our cable situation is <laughs> going in the new house. You know, we haven't bothered getting the – getting the cable package set up just because you know there's no hey, sports they're back
1: now buddy they're back and they're hot and they're heavy back man. now
2: they're back now so you know I, i'm still kind of evaluating and you know yeah. once college football kind of gets into it i may you know yeah. pull the trigger but um you know uh, what's been your viewing experience right now like,
1: on the mlb games
2: um, oh, it's when been watching these games. Been enjoying Yeah, it. so it, no, no, there's no, no, they're like,
1: are oh, they yeah. inputting they're, the crowd? They're pumping, noise? They're like, pumping the crowd. Mean, like, they're pumping the crowd that... pretty heavily in the stadiums, which kind of makes it nice. You still got the organist. You know, it, it honestly kind of sounds, and okay. it feels like a game, yeah, lose, like honestly, that. when you're watching it. The only, the only thing is just sometimes you see some cardboard yeah. cutouts instead of real fans, but it's kind of fun when a cardboard cutout gets slammed in the like, yeah. face uh, with the ball. Yeah. Oh, I got a buddy yeah. uh <laughs> big big Reds fan yeah. who whose dog actually I've seen consecutive nights uh on their cardboard cutouts. Yeah, so really? shout out to the Murph there uh down there in at Great American Ballpark. <laughs> maybe maybe we should uh, get Henry. The Pirates the Henry pi- that's one of the, of the things board, the Pirates aren't necessarily doing that yet though. They've got like a rally sign thing outside of the dugout, uh, which I think is kind of cool. The players see it, you know. Whereas some of these fans aren't, then players are never going to see some of those cardboard cutouts. They're not looking for it. The rally sign, they have to walk right by it in their locker room. Uh, and that's, that's kind of a cool thing. Uh, now they also have their families yeah. uh, in the cardboard cutouts in the family section right now. That's what the Pirates have been doing. There's oh, been a lot of teams with some cool stuff. Like the twins had all their great, a lot of great old players like Cologne and Justin Morneau and Maurer and, Kirby Puckett. You saw some saw some old school oh, looking, wow. really cool card cutouts from the Twins. Yeah. You've seen, you know, the Tom Hanks one was pretty sweet with the A's, him as a high school kid oh, um, selling hot dogs. So the Buckos haven't done anything yet in that in that kind of manner. But supposedly that they're phase faz- they're doing a bunch of different phases with this. So maybe we'll see some cool some cool cutouts here soon. I know Greg Brown's been like playing around on the broadcast, talking about we need to get Roberto and some other. Some other interesting things into the uh, stands yeah. at PNC. Oh
2: yeah, well I think you, you can just you can go for like the
1: the notable like Pittsburgh mm-hmm. figures, all like you know cut. Out. I think that'd be he, kind he, of. He a brought cool. that one up too. That uh, was I, a cool I, idea. I, what, what I'm hoping they're
2: doing, and I don't think they are, but I mean, are they at
1: least doing? The oh, they are. Race? They're still doing all. The, they're still doing the parade no. races. They're still doing. They're still doing a lot of the fun uh, stuff in that virtual ballpark app. So you can like, you know, the ballpark app, they've always been pubbing for years. But uh, now, if you actually utilize the yeah. ballpark app, it's essentially like you have a, um, you have the the ballpark Jumbotron in your phone, getting to watch all the, all the cool things, the wow. stuff, the mystery boxes, the trivias. So, you've been, been so that, you've been but I've you've been, been doing that? I haven't been doing that, but I've day? seen, I mean, my sister oh. did it a couple of times. So, you know. Uh, It's it's not long enough in between games, in between innings for me though, and the games are going by so quickly right now. I mean, they really are. Yeah,
2: how's how's Oliver on
1: you? You know, I I have not seen. (laughs) (laughs) I I think Bacon Burt's giving a run for his money right now. I'm gonna have to look at the Progi standings. I'll have to bring them to you next time. Next time we uh, we chat, some Buckos. Yeah. Uh, It's I'm just glad to see though, Trevor Williams throwing the ball (laughs) the way he did last night. He goes seven innings. Oh, he looked good. I, I he I love good.
2: seeing that. I love seeing that. Trevor Williams. Trevor Williams. I I, I don't know. It, there's there's a couple guys that kind of transcend into, you know, you know them as a player, but for Trevor, like his off field personality is just, it's just so yeah. like hilarious. His I don't know, just his the way he is on Twitter. I don't know. He just I don't know. I just feel like he's just May like a He'd be probably the one pirate. He'd be the one pirate I'd like to. Have I think there'd
1: with be the a thing. few others, but he, he would be toward the top of the list though.
2: Oh, there yeah. there'd be a few others for yeah. sure, but I think if you're one to have like a good time and like just like just laugh your face he'd be good, off, he'd probably he
1: probably would he would be very good. Brought would probably be pretty interesting too. I, I could imagine yeah. you know, he might start start singing or something on you real quick. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you know yeah. the other the other thing too though, Luke. I mean, right now, man. If, if, if Williams can kind of throw the ball even close to the way he did yesterday, mixing speeds, almost essentially like he has two different fastballs, quadrant, you know, dropping that change up as McHenry was calling it, the waterfall in on batters, that's going to be huge. If he can go out there every, every fifth day and give you six or seven innings and give you a chance to win, that's been the biggest bugaboo for the Pirates at this point has been not been able not getting those innings from the starting pitching. Although Musgroves looked good, hasn't got to the fifth inning. um, And Williams, before last night, had some struggles too. So we've had that issue going too with the Pirates. And then the bullpen gets even more exposed because you've got to go to it earlier and often. Uh, So hopefully we can see continue to improve starting pitching as uh, Chad Cool gets his first start tomorrow. Had a little issue with a a hangnail uh, there in Chicago on Sunday after Brock came out and looked. Studley, I mean he didn't give up a, a hit through three innings and they took him out. So there's been a lot of that's probably what you've seen a lot on Pirates Twitter too, is that kind of that disdain for Shelton because of him pulling pitchers a little early in their opinion sometimes. It's worked out a lot of times for him though. We've gotten good matchups. Stratton's come in and got a couple batters. Uh, brought the Brawl thing on Sunday though was a little interesting. I don't know, man. I'm just a fan in a piggyback situation of what oh, go is ahead. Your- yeah.
2: Yeah. now Well, like, what is your opinion on like the the criticisms and of Shelton? And I mean, because obviously, you know, I, I don't think we've been given a, you know a good breadth of
1: games. Oh, I think it's to see
2: what you know is total like
1: his total uh, strategy over exaggerated.
2: Well, yeah, and that's the thing is I've seen a lot, but what you know what what would what would you say is your main criticism hmm. or?
1: Well, I mean, okay? I think the main, my main criticism would be I think sometimes he's pulled the starting pitchers a little early in in certain cases. Yeah. But he's, but at the same time, a lot of times they've gotten out, the reliever he's brought in has gotten the outs. I mean, he's a good hitting coach. There, you can yeah. see the approaches are starting to get better at the plate. Um, I guess my biggest criticism so far would be why no Jose Azuna? And then today they, they, optioned him down to the Altoona camp wow. so he is no longer with the Buckos at this moment and I kind of thought Jose Ozuna early oh. on had kind of had some yeah. good at-bats and was doing pretty well so I'm not exactly sure but that'd probably be my biggest criticism of him so far is the lack of usage from a, a good hitter in Jose Ozuna who we know has yeah. has done it on that stage where some of these guys have, have not, you know. And, and I guess the Cole Tucker usage in the outfield is interesting. But he's playing good defensively out there. And he, he's starting to hit a little bit. He was on base there in the ninth and scored one of those runs. So, you know, it's this is probably my biggest two criticisms of Shelton to this point. is Maybe over usage of Cole Tucker yeah. and uh, underutiliz- underutilizing Ozuna along with kind of pulling pitchers maybe a touch early.
2: Uh, yeah well i think pittsburgh fans just in general are a little too uh
1: aggressive and negative they tend
2: to overreact a bit yeah yeah Yeah. so i mean uh, you know i love being a pittsburgh fan but um you know and uh, unlike unlike yourself i'm the you know pirates Steelers, penguins i see it on all three sides any kind there anytime there's any
1: uh it's an angstering city uh, sometimes just, Luke, I still remember yeah, the one yeah, time but, when the buckos this was this was before they even got broke over the playoff barrier. And it was in the season where they were kind of hanging around and doing really well, and then they got to September. It was after the McHenry missed call, the Jerry Meals against the Braves. And they were playing the Cubs, and the Cubs put up like eight runs in the third inning on them. And you just had people in the stands saying, we're back, we're back. They just wanted to piss and moan about the Pirates. Pittsburghers love it. That's I think that's yeah. they almost enjoy that as much as they enjoy seeing, you know, pop, uh, the parrot raise the Jolly Roger at times.
2: Well, but for but for context, I mean, we have as Pirates fans, a we lot. have gone through a whole lot of heartbreak, a whole lot of um, I don't know. I guess a acceptance yeah. of mediocrity, and you know, when a new coach,
1: new skipper, when a new man. coach new, comes new along.
2: There's there's cer- there's c- certain
1: expectations, but uh, hey, it's still I, all know, about the players, I, and we've still got to we've still got to improve on those fronts. Yeah. But, you know, the thing about it is, too, Luke, the Pirates right, have been crushed right. in some of these games. Well, I mean, he was given close. he was given he was
2: given a pretty uh, pretty piss poor. I don't know, you know, but we all know what the owners done as far as <laughs> you know, give you know, just the the type of the type of management of just
1: really just kind of gutting it. There's, there's been you know, they've gutted a couple it times. It's been kind of what we gotten you know, used to. Yeah, I'm a little I'm a little less. See, the thing about it is it's crazy when you say gut it, but then the one time they decided to go for broke is probably one of the worst trades in the history of the organization to this point with the Archer deal. Yeah. Don't be wrong. I think Archer could still come around here if he yeah. next next year and do some great things. Right. And that's, and, and Glass what, now has been off and on I think, and. Yeah, I, you know, there's just there are things about that deal, but it's like that's the one time you decided to move forward, and then everyone crucifies you for that too. So, you know, I, I the the reality yeah. is, pirates are in a in a situation that's a lot of other baseball teams are too. When you're in that small to mid market range, you have yeah. to kind of be you have to be uh, tight on your res you're kinda tight on your resources. You have to be economically smart, play that money ball. And it par it parlayed into three three playoff appearances and 98 wins. Had not been for the damn wild card games, who knows what those teams could have done? Yeah. So let's let's give it an opportunity oh, and let's see what Charrington continues to do here. Yeah. Uh, I, I know. I know the first move. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing. I'm He's, excited. I mean, let's think about this too. I mean, he added a guy in a Philip Evans, who's played some third, played a little outfield, who's hit the ball pretty well this season. Um, and, I mean, that was a nice little steal there by Charrington so far. He's done pretty well for the Buckos. I, I know, though, in the end, we do have those issues that need to, be, need to be addressed. They need to be addressed. But at the same time, the pitching staff, if they can continue to improve, if they get some stuff and see continued progress from Musgrove this year and Trevor Williams, you add Talion back next year, Brew Baker, it's – they're starting to kind of cobble together a pretty good staff and if you ever get birdie healthy kella Richrod, rod
2: um
1: the, the, all those things you could get a lot you could get a lot of a lot from it uh out of that bullpen there on the north shore in, in years to come so yeah well I'm, I'm
2: definitely excited to see what you know to, just to see him in action to see all, all the kinds of uh, different approaches that he'll have and
1: uh well yeah, the good I'm, thing I'm is looking to, forward it, to it. In, um, and say I, this too um the good thing is too you've already gotten through the um you've already gotten through the twins which is the best team in the a- in the AL Central and you've already gotten through all your games at Wrigley a place the pirates don't seem to play very well even without fans in the yeah. stands so Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, yeah, maybe we'll that's, actually that's kind of uh, see an uptick here in the next couple of weeks. I mean, the Pirates have only played, you know, after today now five home games, and in those five home games, they're they've gotten two of their three wins at least at home. So I think they'll continue to compete well at PNC. Yeah. Well, Lucas, I think, uh, I, I man, I'm, I'm hopeful gosh. that uh, well, we see some more dubs as we continue to move forward, and uh, we'll definitely be checking back with you more about I'm the Buckos to- and other things. Uh, as now we have sports again well, finally. Definitely,
2: definitely, and I, I yeah. got one last question for you, and uh, uh, and I, I'm actually I uh, I would want to hear what you think the percentage that this season actually.
1: Oh, I think completes. I think the season will definitely go off. Absolutely. You think? Hundred percent. If they got through this initial shitstorm and media narrative that happened here with uh, with the Marlins and now the Cardinals, yeah. I don't think anything's going to derail it. Plus, I think yeah. Manfred kind of laid down the law. I yeah. think we've cleared Manfred that. Manfred laid down the law and said, hey, guys, you need yeah. to adhere to these guidelines. I don't know if you saw Kutch ended up coming in there and saying, hey, 28 teams have done it correctly. Come on, Cardinals and Marlins, get it together. Uh, yeah, I absolutely believe we'll get through it, and I think yeah. the, we'll have an eight-team uh, postseason in each league. Starting in October, so there's still hope, Luke. If we can kind of move our way up to third place in the division, there's still, there's hope. still hope. Not a lot of hope, but there's still some hope. Yeah, there's still there's some still hope, hope. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you, you you got through this weekend and playing, you win some games. Yeah, and you thank, never know. Thank
2: you. I appreciate appreciate the filling filling me in. I've been uh, hey man, I've been pretty cool. pretty lost uh,
1: with what's hey, been going on. you you kind you kind of got filled back in on the two weeks of uh, COVID baseball there, Luke. And uh, we'll do this again sometime, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Raise it, buddy.
2: Definitely. Later. Definitely. Thank you, Blaine.